Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Dew Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, guys? Just wanted to let you know, we recorded this 10 minutes before it came out that Buddy Heald was diagnosed with COVID-19. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Everything else really makes sense. And happy basketball. Enjoy the show. Whenever you're ready, bro. We out here in Echo Park, Tony's Tacos, LA Lakers, listening to Air Bods Podcast. There it is. Yeah. See you here. This shit sizzling. What's going on, everybody? I'm watching Law and Order again, but don't worry about that. You're listening to the Airbuds Podcast. You beautiful genius. Uh, my my name is Jamel. I'm Peter. My name is Mike. Thank you guys for listening. Happy basketball. Happy basketball, dudes. Bueno baloncesto. I will say right now, it does seem like the best and the safest basketball is no basketball at all. So that's the, I'm rooting for the the happy no basketball. Bro, I don't well, even care no more. Everybody get it. We all should just get it together. I'm with the <laughs> I'm with the Florida Beach kids now. Fuck. <laughs> don't jump ahead, guys. We're we're gonna be talking. Save this comedy for the the meat of the podcast. Let's get some business out of the way. If you want to support us, go to Patreon.com/slash/AirBudsPod. Uh, for five dollars a month, you get bonus content. You get Yay. All kinds of shit. You get entrance into our uh, our chat, which is always popping off and fun. Uh, there's a lot of great sneaker talk today. Um, yeah. And, uh, hey, we're donating everything uh, we get to Black Lives Matter Causes uh, and John Wall's foundation. Jamal, yeah. you want to remind people what that is? It's 202 Assist. Uh, they were trying to hit 600 grand 
uh, yesterday and fell about 46K short, but we still in there, baby. Come on. Uh, Southeast stand up. Uh, thank you so much. Great. And then, uh, yeah, Airbuds Pod. I'm sorry, patreon.com slash Pod, And then uh, if you want to give us a five-star review, we will read whatever uh, we get that you write. Someone wrote an insane long screed this week. Uh, it is so long that I'm going to save it for the end of the episode and just jump right into this. So, uh, buddy, if you want to hear the crazy thing you wrote, <laughs> you got to wait till the end or just skip <laughs> ahead. You got people sending manifestos, man. You got to stop saying we'll read anything. I mean, it is, it's actually very nice and fun, but it's like, it's just like 10,000 words. Um, let's get to our guest. He has been politely quiet. I always forget to like be like, you don't have to be quiet before we start, but you well, were, don't know the rules. Yeah. yeah I, ne- I never just want to jump in and start talking and shit. I feel oh. like, you know, I gotta let y'all do y'all thing. And then we appreciate that, but we're, Run the we're not worthy of yes. that politeness, but yeah. Uh, today we have, uh, he's the creator of legends of Chamberlain Heights, uh, the, cartoon i'm sorry comedy central show uh and uh he's one of the original kings of nba twitter i i i just want to call him that uh please welcome king josiah johnson <laughs> i appreciate you thank you for that king on the front of it see people think my name is king is, is really weird it's just like nah bro like it's some biblical shit just i was a king and it was catchy and it felt good when i made the handle and here we are so i mean when i when i like when I'm on Twitter on my desktop and I'm going, I want to like search real quick for LeBron. Like you're always, you come up before King James does in my like Twitter search. It's always <laughs> King Josiah and then Dude, King that's James. That's big. You got yeah. some good real estate, bro. God damn. I got lucky with that one, but uh, yeah, no nah, shit. If I'm in the same same searches as LeBron, that's a uh, that's something to shoot for in life. So that's how I've been eating too. I get my name's Nonprofit Comics, so I have like nonprofit organizations following me. <laughs> Every day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> some real for real. And I, I don't bro, when I saw your handle at first, I was like, wait a minute. They're like, okay, no, no, no. After I clicked through it, I obviously yeah. did the necessary research, but I was like, wait, I got a donator yeah. was cranking. Yeah, it just means I don't get paid to do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should rebrand your Twitter though to be like a nonprofit organization. Um like let's just go to like uh Oh, I'm with it. I'm trying to be a tax shelter. And get their yeah. get their cover image and put that in your header. I yeah. I did all that, man. My bio was the uh of uh, America the Red Cross slogan for a while, you know. <laughs> I've been through it all. Whatever, uh, man. Josiah, you you uh, as most people are probably aware, and I'm sure you have to talk about it where, wherever you go as a guest on a on a thing. But your dad is Marcus Johnson. It's, honestly, it's weird with people who know that. That's why I know that they really have some understanding of basketball. And then whenever I have to bring that up, and that's why I know people who've done like their due diligence to research. But yeah, that is that is my dad. Uh, he's a legend. I mean, I didn't have to research. I mean, I just I knew it. You, I feel like you've been posting that 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 picture of Michael Jordan with the poster of your dad on his wall. Yeah. For a long time. For for a significant Not just during the documentary. Yeah. yeah. And then then we got the video soundbite. Leaked. I didn't watch the league, but somebody sent me that little mini clip from the league, so I knew several weeks in advance he was about to name drop. I was like, all right, let me get everything prepared, really get it. You know, we had to really attack it from all angles, so I got my dad ready. But uh, to see that clip, obviously, was very rewarding for him. You know, he's trying to make a push to get in the Hall of Fame, so to see Jordan showing him love and kind of knowing. For me, I didn't really get to sit and play when he was that good, so he was kind of at the tail end of his career to know that that was cracking. It's like, all right, maybe, maybe you did have game, Dad. But he was an all-star. He had like a like a twelve-year career, right? 
he played uh, for 10, but he ended up, he, when he was with the Clippers, he played with the Bucks, where he had a lot of good years. Then went to the Clippers, obviously, during, like, the reign of Donald Sterling. Mm-hmm. When it, we know, back in the days before you could really hear any of this type of stuff, and there was social yeah. media. And he was, he was shit there off. for, was, like, the origin like story of, like, like when Donald Sterling still had his faculties and was, like, really deciding to be racist, like, aggressively. Yeah. I feel no, like he, at the end it was more just kind of, like, delusions of a, a dude who's just been doing it for so long on autopilot. But I feel like 80, you're like, okay, this guy is. Oh, yeah. He always tells the story that uh, when he was there, the Clippers had this Christmas party. And he made all the players come in uniform. He's basically like showing them off. Like if you imagine like slaves at a plantation, like look at my, like my beautiful bucks. But he like forced my dad to go sit in Santa's lap to take a picture. My dad's like, I'm a fucking grown man, dog. I'm not, I'm not trying to go sit in Santa's lap. And they're just like, yo, like go do it. Or Donald's going to be disappointed kind of deal. And he's just like, yeah. All right, well. <laughs> he was on some other shit, bro. But it was, it was an interesting time. So I'm glad to see it now. Cause I dealt with it as a kid and kind of just saw what was going on. So to see Sterling get his come up, it's, I was very, very excited. And obviously, I had to give him, give him the hands on Twitter and do my part. Damn, that's also low key. I got pressured into sitting on a Santa's lap last Christmas. This I I'm taking pictures with a Santa at the Galleria, and I'm like, re- hey, let I me take some pictures, pictures with you. And he kind of like he was like, all right, now do one. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? I'm, huh? I, I was just like so stuck. I couldn't believe he had the nuts to even ask to have any sort of creative control of my <laughs> shit. The man took a job where people sit on him all day. You don't think he's like prepared with it for that? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh man. It's like, come on, man. Let me do my job. Sit yeah. on me. You're getting content. You're a comedian making content. That's your job, and his job is for you to sit on his lap. I mean, sure. I guess that's Return the favor. So you said that your dad, by the time you were old enough to like <clears throat> realize what's what, your dad was kind of on the tail end of his career. Was it cooler for you to like see him pull a gun on Wesley Snipes than it was to see him play basketball? It was like so. I was uh, like his last year. He played in Golden State for like ten years or for like ten games. They had uh, Hardaway, Chris Mullen, Mitch Richmond, that whole crew. So that was kind of like the tail end. So I got to hang out with those dudes, and it was cool. But when White Man Jump came, White Man Can't Jump came out. Everybody knows him from that, especially you know in that generation. Like you know they don't know he was like a five-time All Star and all that other shit. I know him as a dude who robbed the liquor store, and that to this day is probably what he's most known for. Which to me, like I remember seeing that movie as like a ten-year-old when it first came out, and just how the whole theater reacted. And I was like, damn. If we had memes at those times, obviously I would have been getting that off a lot earlier in life. So it's been great for me. I get to fire off memes with my dad in it and watch him just go hit and, you know, subconsciously give him some love. And he, you know, he always kind of lights up whenever he sees him. Honestly, he steals that scene. He's very funny in it. Yeah, he's that's easily top two scenes in the movie, if not number one. What's the other one? Jeopardy, the, obviously. The, Jeopardy, the fucking 40-minute Jeopardy sequence yeah, for nigga. some reason. <laughs> yeah, all three rounds. Like, it's like, uh, Ron Shelton was like, how can I grind this fucking movie to a halt? <laughs> An entire episode of Jeopardy. And I love that. I love the movie. So it is like one of my like top ten movies of all time. But that, that I don't they They should have given him an editor. Um, uh Guys, let's get into it. There's it, there's no basketball happening right now, but it feels like everything is happening, right? Like, yeah. It's all, it's all just happening at once. Uh, we're inching closer and closer to the NBA Nationals in Orlando, uh, despite civil unrest and a pandemic uh, with skyrocketing <laughs> positive COVID-19 tests. 
This is the AAU tournament of the century. You didn't think a few fools was going. You didn't think a few fools was going to die along the way of the greatest AAU tournament in human history. Oh my god. I thought for sure that, like, once Nikola Jokic, like, tested positive for coronavirus, they would be like, maybe we need to think, rethink this. A, su- a genuine superstar has it. And uh, the NBA was just like, oh, no, we're doing it smart, though. Like, we're doing it smart. Yeah. The smart way is not to do it. Uh, Avery Bradley, Trevor Reza, Davis Bartons, and others are sitting out by choice. Uh, Jamari Parker <laughs> apparently has tested positive, but is still going to go uh, <laughs> join the Kings in Orlando. You knew despite Jabari a positive test. I didn't uh, even know Jabari was on the Magic. I thought he was on the Hawks still. No, he's on, well, he's the Kings. No, he's on the Kings you, you now. Even, yeah. I thought he was on the Bobcats. I had no idea what team he was on either. I thought he got waived by Chicago and then didn't sign with anyone. All of these things are true. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's on every team in the league. He's been on he will be by the time he's done but yeah he does seem like the kind of guy that like thinks 5g calls this so he's gonna go anyways um, yeah i mean guys want their money i think i think at the end of the day it's like everything you just said and it's a funny thing like i went to ucla and like the, the football squad kind of had this revolt recently where they wanted like doctors and all that and basically one of the points one of the players made was like it doesn't matter how small the percentages of death that means somebody has to die right so we're not trying to be in that number on some bullshit just, you know, and it feels like the NBA still has this mentality like, oh, we did testing yesterday and now everybody's coming up positive, but we'll just figure it out. Like, that's just not just going to spread like wildfire. Like, these dudes aren't going to be sweating on each other and shit and touching the sweaty ass ball. And like, they're going to avoid all that. It's like, come yeah. on, dude. Why is it my responsibility? Like, why does it come back on me for just loving basketball for them to like potentially kill somebody we all know? Yeah. Like, just like, just cancel it. Just like, just be like, just see the forest from the trees for a second, and know that it's gonna feel like make everyone feel terrible that we were kind of pushing or wanting this. Just can't. You should just cancel it. There's yeah. no. I, and I feel fifteen media rotations still for this to happen. It happens every three days. So I don't know, man. They should cancel it and pay the players their money. They Hold should on. give them their guaranteed contracts. Yeah. They should do that. But yeah, what if man. they canceled it? What if they canceled it and Braun got it anyway? How bad would you feel then? <laughs> honestly, what you say? Damn, I didn't, honestly, that's a, you ain't even think about that. What if Braun get it anyway? LeBron <laughs> might have it right now. There are four unnamed Lakers players. LeBron that, definitely that has it. Well, we Does know. that mean Bronny had it? Damn, if, if Bronny had it. Oh, man. Like what? What happens when the Rona like touches LeBron's immune system? I think it doesn't even last like an hour. It just gets fucking dealt with. Yeah, honestly, yeah. LeBron he drops eighteen the in the fourth on the on the on the on COVID. He is the antibody. We actually need to send LeBron into Florida. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> See, now you thank you. Please thank you, get Benner. those talents to South Beach. Yeah. Why aren't they? Oh, I guess they're not Central doing it in Beach. Miami. Yeah. yeah I was gonna say Beach. why aren't they doing it in Miami, but. And I know the answer to that. There's no way players would stay within the bubble. They should have did the shit in Cuba. Four months. They should go to Cuba. There is no bubble. There is no bubble. There's just a a bubble for the players and everyone that they're going to be interacting with who's going to be cooking for them, changing their sheets, entertaining them, checking them in, driving them. They are not in a bubble. This is the worst bubble ever. It's a bubble made of Swiss cheese. Burn, bro. Like a, we got to like tell Adam Silver that one. 
I'm not trying to be funny. It's just like, what is it made of? It's like nothing. The we know you wasn't trying to be funny. We knew that wasn't funny. <laughs> Josiah, you're you're big uh, on on NBA Twitter and in the NBA media. I'm sure you you hear things. Do you know anybody that's uh, going to be in Orlando covering it or going down there uh, I mean, to be a yeah, part think, of it? I think uh, Yahoo's probably sending Chris Haynes out there, but. There's definitely going to be, honestly, I, I mean, just, as we talk about it and joke about it, like I've been joking about the shit for the last couple months, you know, hoping that in you know, my heart of hearts that they would figure it out. Cause of course I want to see LeBron win his forward championship. Like everyone else in the world mm-hmm. knows the inevitable going to happen. Thank but, you. But, uh, but you know, it, it comes to a point where it's like, yo, this is just sounds stupid as shit. Like how are they going to, how 22 teams and you got like the shitty teams got to stay in the shitty hotels. Like, That's the funniest thing. That is the worst. <laughs> like think about the richest dudes on those teams. Like I'm rich. I can stay at the good hotel. Like fucking, I don't need to, I don't need to be relegated to this shit hole, but this is just like, those are going to spend two months with each other. Like it's fucking terrible. Like think, no IG thoughts, like all the stuff that they normally have that makes them good basketball players. Where who's bringing the weed? Like, What's going to be the quality level? Is it going to be Cali level or is it going to be some fucking bullshit? Like, it's going to be Pitbull's first album level. <laughs> Straight fucking garbage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> and now these dudes are supposed to go play with some fucking bullshit weed? Like, no, they need their, their normal shit. I gotta We're go talking about this, it. but like, who it is getting them? It should be in Palm Springs. That's the truth. That's the truth. Just build a giant dome. Truman style. Take one of them damn churches up there. Take one of Creflo Dollar's joints and turn it into a, a gymnasium. Warner Brothers built Michael Jordan like a giant bubble gym in like a day when he needed it to like play pickup with his friends. Like they can build something in the middle of the desert and still get them California weed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You solved it. You got it. Yeah, yeah. You solved it. Adam Silver, hit us up at Airboats Pod on Twitter. DM us. We'll, uh, we got plans for you. Build a bubble in the desert or, or take over a church. Maybe both. Um, has anybody, uh, Josiah, have you been to Disney World before? I've been to Disney World, I think, one time, like in my early like teenage years. And it was, it was decent. They had good turkey legs. <laughs> turkey legs, good? Okay. Yeah, that's all you that's how I judge every amusement park churros and turkey legs. Buy like, the turkey leg? Yeah, if it's, not, if it's not fire, that really, you know. I feel like I've asked like 10 people already and no one knows, but so the yacht club is the lowest rung, like where the shitty teams are saying, um, the Lopez brothers famously have been trying to trade their hotel rooms in the good hotel. Cause they're on the bucks for a room in the yacht club. And I want to know why is the yacht club so great? Why? Cause the Lopez brothers are also famously like Disney freaks. So they know something and I want to know what it is. <laughs> They probably got some national treasure shit hitting in there. <laughs> they probably hit some horcruxes in there. That's probably what it is. Walt's Walt's hidden treasures. Walt Disney's hidden treasures are all like Nazi artifacts. Oh, well, that's that's for sure. Yeah, that's, that's where lot. they at. That's where some of them are. Probably got bunk beds in there or something. Them dudes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only hotel with bunk beds. Do those dudes share a room? Like, Could I rob them? What are they in the Morris twins? Like, what, what are the Lopez twins and the Morris twins like? And they just hang out all day. Like, like those dudes. Like, imagine if you had somebody who looked just like you. Like, 
My older brothers are twins, and they they're like best friends and worst enemies. Like they they're they're like forty now, and they still get into fist fights whenever they see each other. But like then we'll like smoke a blunt together and like be fine. But yeah, it's like it's it's like a constant like yeah. I can't imagine it, bro. If I had a twin, I would just cry all the time in front of this motherfucker. <laughs> I would just I would be destroyed. <laughs> Um, is there anything else to talk about with the, with the bubble? I mean, it feels like we're all kind of like, this is a crazy idea, but we're all just barreling towards it. It's inevitable. Look, when no matter Bertans, what happens, it's going to happen. When Breton said he wasn't going to play, I, yeah, my first thought was cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck it. What the hell with this shit? But whatever, man, bring IT back. Who cares? It is Bring just going to be all of these dudes. Like, I want to see all. I want Jordan Young. I want to see both Crawfords. Both Crawfords. Yo, hey, Jordan dropped 50. I think. Let's get Jordan and Jamal. Jamal's like 40 now, right? Yeah. Yo, there's still looks good. Nick Young is dying to get COVID. He he wants it so bad. And he's been working. He's good. Yeah, hey. He go. He could be going like nine for ten, ten for eleven. I love following Nick Young on Twitter because he's always like a week behind on like what's actually happening in the world. <laughs> yeah, he's he's pretty good on that Baron Davis show though. Yo, have you got, have you seen it yet? Have 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 you guys all seen this shit yet? The first I've heard of it was when you posted about it on oh on, the, on Instagram. My fucking god! And I my friend told me about it like maybe a year and a half ago, but I didn't have fuse. Yeah. Since I don't live with my parents, I don't have good cable anymore. <laughs> so I, deep. <laughs> yeah, Fuse is a cut, man. And so, like, I had just seen the first episode and loved it, but I finally saw that they put the whole season of WTF Baron Davis on Hulu. I fuck, nigga, that shit is. It might be the best sitcom of all time. Maybe I was high when I watched it, and I hadn't smoked weed in three days. It's called and WTF I, Baron Davis. Yes, and it is fucking hilarious. He crushes, shit. he crushes that shit. Nick Young's all right, but it Blue was cool to see Baron Davis. That's right, that's what I'm saying. Super okay. love. Y'all in the Blue uh, Wire family? Yeah, we're in the Blue Wire family. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, we, yeah. You know, it's all right. They they bought us some uh, shorts. Okay, you know what I'm saying we got just like shorts. Olive Garden when you're here, your family. You know, yeah, we that's got we got a short, yeah, unlimited breadsticks short at Blue Wire. Yeah, that's love. Hey. And you know that I guarantee Olive Garden in Orlando is one of the hottest hotspots for COVID <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Olive Garden salad bar is patient zero for COVID. That is... yeah. <laughs> no, man, the juice inside the pepperoncinis. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, all right, man. I'm gonna call this topic. We're we're moving on. We're this is we're all just resigned to our fate with this. We're just gonna watch our favorite basketball players get COVID and <laughs> deal with it. Yeah, we're um, gonna move on from there. And we're gonna start going to church again. Oh, sounds good, <laughs> honestly. I mean, if you lead me there, I'll I'll follow Jamel. I will say I am going to watch every single fucking game. Like, yeah, for sure. obviously, start to finish. Of course, no I might be like morally it. opposed to it, but I'm also kind of excited <laughs> that it might come back. 
But it's like if, if you're the Lakers, you're going to the finals and the Bucks are down like two games, you just like sneeze on LeBron. Like what happened? I mean, there's so many variables. Like do you just keep winning the hole to sneeze on LeBron? Just go go do it. Actually, they maybe like should just Jason purposely spilling a drink. He's just like a coach <laughs> coughing on Braun as he like runs by. <laughs> Cough on his shit. Yeah. Maybe to oh. give it an even playing field, everyone should just get COVID before. Yo, like they should hose or coughs on LeBron. <laughs> Butters, we're going to take a quick break to tell you about Bet Online. There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partners, betonline.ag. Sports are slowly making their way back, and Bet Online is leading the way with the best odds and lines for all UFC, NASCAR, boxing, and soccer matches. And if you even need more then they have simulated nfl nba and ufc simulations all day every day live on their website looking for something else other than sports bet online has hundreds of casino games poker tournaments and prop bets to check out visit betonline.ag and use promo code blue wire all one word for a free welcome bonus that's one word baby blue wire bet online your online wagering experts Okay, back to the show. Guys, on Monday, the New York Times dropped a bomb on the ringer's Bill Simmons uh, in the form of an article describing the unrest within his company surrounding the lack of diversity in its staff. Uh, No black editors covering NFL and NBA, uh, six black writers total. Kind of weird for a company that, you know, makes most of its money off of commenting on black athletes and black culture. Uh, and of course, uh, we've already covered this on our podcast, but uh, Bill Simmons' Black Lives Matter classic with Ryan Rossillo uh, caused a lot of unrest in the company, leading to a town hall in which Bill Simmons basically yeah, was, that was I'm a 50. Grove. What do you expect? I'm 50. <laughs> that was the Grove Shopping Mall classic. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Rossillo just out there like talking about how cool it would be to to be a cop with riot gear and a tank. Yeah, I'll, I'll just get right into this. The New York Times pointed out to Bill Simmons that eighty five percent of the the voices heard on his podcasts are white. Uh, to which Bill Simmons, in an email, which means he typed it, he said, <laughs> "This is a business, not open mic night." So he had access to the delete key. He did not have to send that. He could have thought about it, but he is tacitly saying black people are not professional enough to be on my my podcast company. Meanwhile, his fucking shitty kid raps the theme song to his podcast. His daughter has a podcast on his network. What's his kid's name? I don't know. Oh, the rap been, his it, rap name is Melatonin. Oh, Melato- it, Melatonin? Yeah. And I'm actually the big melatonin, Jamel Johnson? You gonna tell me? I'm challenging his child to a rap battle whenever they whenever he wants it. Whenever come on, three rounds, allow me to destroy your kid on my platform. I will I will, will donate a thousand dollars to Bill Simmons charity of choice to make this happen. We got a stack on it already. Somebody uh, tell ooh. Bill I'm about to fucking flambe his fucking firstborn. <laughs> I think it was his second born actually because uh as someone as someone pointed Josiah, you might not be fully aware. Uh we've been on the fuck Bill Simmons like beat for a long, long time. Okay. Uh 
and uh so we we tend to get a lot of people sending us like old clips of his like where he said some fucked up shit like in in columns but uh his his son is actually a second born uh jamel and it's i know this because he wrote about how uh his birth came about by him not telling his wife that he wasn't wearing a condom and forcing her to get pregnant which she was very upset about whoa he did the trapping wow yeah he trapped her Wow. And he wrote ESPN. about it. ESPN.com page two. Yep. On the, the second page. <laughs> Literally. Bill Simmons. Noted noted simp. Bill Simmons. Right where you flip the page, it's like, I'm fucking a simp. <laughs> <laughs> He's been telling us for years, guys. Yeah, no. I mean, look, I got a lot of friends that work at the Ringer, but... We do, too. We just want to say that. Uh, there's so many talented people. We are friends with them. Our hate for Bill does not reflect upon them. If you're listening, we're sorry. Go on. But you really... I mean, I'm saying, like, I really fuck with these human beings. Like, they're great yeah. people, super talented, whatever. For me, it's like, you know it's a problem if literally all the white people at your company are like, damn, dog, like, hire some fucking black people. That is... They gotta ask, like, yo, can we have a meeting so you can hire some black people? To cover the NBA and the NFL. I mean, I don't, I mean, I feel like I can put a blindfold on and fucking, you know, just scan my Twitter and pop up on 10 qualified people. So to see that kind of whole, and I think even with the podcast shit, it's like, bro, like, it's just like, you know, you're just not that elaborate, like, relaxed, but I don't know. They do got yeah. the Jamel and Van, Van Pie, so I'm rolling with that, but yeah, I just don't know. I don't know. But they're not technically Ringer employees. Exactly. Yeah. Not, you know, and neither is Larry that. Wilmore, apparently. So it's just like wow, bro. Not a, but the not an open mic night for me was just like, what what do you think this is, dog? Like, what what do you think that you're doing that that's really special? I guess is the question. Bill I get this one. Never even yeah, he never even been to a mic either. That's you, what bothered me. You no, know he's never been to a mic because he capitalized all the words in the open mic night. It's like, dude, no one, nothing deserves to be capitalized. Yeah, it's You've not a right. fucking proper noun, <laughs> yeah, you fucking it's, idiot. It's not a proper event or like a Don't proper... pay that much respect to open mics. Yeah. They are a shithole <laughs> full of the worst yeah. human yeah, beings. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, open loser. mics are brutal, man. You don't capitalize any of that. That's, that's hard. See, that's great to me that you guys would know that shit because I have no clue. But I know you guys are reading that and seeing them capitalize that shit. It's like, you motherfucker. Man, you've never been to Paladinos. <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking like... fraud. Yeah. You've never been to Sal's. Like, come on. He ain't seen, he ain't been in them trenches. He ain't put he ain't put his name in that bucket, Peter. He doesn't know about that, Peter. It's lit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what there is to say about it other than he he's made I'm excited to hear for the first time in my life, I'm excited to hear the next Bill Simmons podcast. <laughs> like I'm looking forward to it. I can be um, honest and say the I would genuinely hope that there would be some growth and change because then like it would be nice like that like it, as someone who has won't. that platform is going to continue to have that platform. We need somebody to ignite this whole thing. Yo guys, <laughs> if you don't want if you don't want your your podcast boss, d- fucking all in the videos talking about Pearl Jam, uh, dancing. Come over this way. Come on, man. Let's start a community garden, man. See, when you said we have to Suge Knight this, it could have yeah, meant that is so not many what I things. Thought. I was like, like oh, man. It could have mean starting death row. It could mean holding Bill Simmons over a balcony by his no, ankles. No, it could no, mean running no. someone over with a car. It could mean no. a lot of different things. You're going to have to get oh, no. specific. No, Source Award speech. 1995. <laughs> That's all. Beautiful moment. All red suit. 
the height of Suge Knightness. <laughs> Crazy story, but my mom was actually a real estate agent for Death Row, so she. But it was just a, it was a wild time. I'll just say that. No, no, you but did she, not. You was not cleaning up for open houses for uh, Death Row. No, but she, but she was like she like Lady of Rage and Daz and like Snoop and all you know like whenever they would sign on she would help them find spots and do all that shit. But like Suge would always come through and kind of be the final approval. I just remember like I never I never had to interact with him, but just kind of hearing those stories, he was about that action. That is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's scary. That. I don't know if I should say it. I don't want to put anybody in. Uh, I still fear Suge Knight. I mean, obviously. I don't care I mean, where that makes, he's at. That makes a ton I, of sense. Uh, I, I valet parked Suge Knight's car once, my second year out in L.A. It was one of the scariest things I've ever done. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. I just remember he was at a – he was at the state finals one year. Uh, the Virginia State Finals, like 2004, I think it was. It was in Richmond. It was at the same time as, like, the CAA tournament which was like a big event you know but it was like me and my boy like walked across the gym to make sure it was like suge knight like we look like black super bad like (laughs) skipping across this gym (laughs) looking like scared as shit of suge knight just looking at him in the in fucking vcu i'm the only one without a personal connection to suge knight and i feel left out well so now you are the whitest now (laughs) yeah this episode Um, yeah, I don't think Bill Simmons is going to, uh, make any real change, Peter, to, to your point. Uh, he, he made $250 million out of being a, uh, racist, misogynistic piece of shit that gives his nephews and sons and cousins like jobs and gives house two different podcasts. And I know house is from DC, Jamel, and you, I don't care, (laughs) but yeah, like, it's just like he made $250 million off of it. He's not going to change. Man, it's just yeah. another example of just that when you're white, you don't have to consider what other groups of people are thinking and feeling when you're making moves out in the world. It's the same shit fucking Will Kane was on today. Y'all oh see that shit? Oh, my goodness. Bomani Jones came in there and just laid it out pretty clear. I just Will Kane's like him. trying to Will Kane's just trying to maintain this point that like, oh, but uh, the, the investigation, they shouldn't have ma- made a statement. And Bovani Jones is just like, it's crazy that NASCAR even made a statement. It's fucking NASCAR. Yeah, it's For crazy. them to actually admit something's bad is happening is nuts. It's also like if you're Will Kane, man, just, you know, maybe it was bad that, like, it took till a minute and a half ago for NASCAR to be like, oh, we shouldn't have the Confederate flag around here. That, yeah. you know, maybe that should be your kind of leading thought, bro. It's like, it was- oh, no, right. This was cool until nine days ago. As someone who does not know anything about nascar and only i'm aware of the confederate flag thing i'm aware of the uh the the noose incident uh what what are you guys talking about oh i avoid nascar as much as possible sure i don't like driving a ton i don't know a ton all i know is they uh stop when there's debris on the track and the jackets are hard as fuck okay that's I, I didn't mostly all i know about nascar i didn't need but, to know context for the sport <laughs> yeah I meant specifically oh, so, this will kane thing oh so who's, who's yeah. will kane first will of kane all? is the is the resident white guy voice on espn okay. he's speaking okay. for the whitest of white guys at, at every pass that's just his vibe that's his his role you know what i mean and so on his show he's talking about how nascar had uh 
basically kind of ruined the, any chance of not everyone being racist because they presumed that it was a hate crime. And then the FBI yeah. was like, ah, we don't think it was. And so he's like, well, because you said it was a hate crime and came out with a strong statement, you've ruined this chance to crush racism. That's like the gist of it. Yeah. And Bovani Jones reply is, well, that's fucking dumb <laughs> because, <laughs> because <NASCAR>. history. <laughs> yeah. And also you haven't said anything about, the NASCAR's fan, the fan base's response to that was to be, was to double down on racism. Let's talk about that a little more. And Will yeah. Kane's just like, oh, no, nah, but they shouldn't have, and whatever. So. It's so wild. It's wild the shit that they'll skip to act like, oh, like slavery doesn't exist because this, this one incident. And I know everybody was trying to kill Bubba. It's like, he wasn't even there. He didn't report it. He just heard it. And if you Bubba, you hear the shit. It's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I'm not going to sit here and inspect your gadget and shit to figure out what's going on. They tell me a noose is in my garage. I'm going to take it at face value. But to see the way that they've now flipped it, like the Will Kings and the Clay Travis of the world, and it's just like, come on. Like, like, so slavery doesn't exist. They literally, like you said, they just they just banned fucking Confederate flags, and they were still getting flown at Talladega. So it's not like, you know what I mean? It's like... I don't know which person it's going to be, but I feel like I'm just imagining that Clay Travis has like said something comparing it to Jesse Smollett. Like yeah, it has. Already. They've got the uh, the, the Step Brothers memes going out. It's like, oh. like Ho- Hoax Brothers. They've got. Yeah, uh, wasn't Jesse? Jesse was trending the other day because of Bubba Wallace, right? They're calling him Bubba Smollett. It's just the... like ridiculous. It is yeah. disgusting. It's but, disgusting okay, so... and fucked up. And that dude's just like, yeah, I don't know. It, it doesn't have to be so binary. Yeah. Why? So I saw that like. Someone was like, it was just a piece of rope tied to the garage, and that's the end of the investigation. It's been there for months. How, like, why did someone think it was a noose today? Like, I don't, I don't understand that. If, if this is just a normal thing that has happened, why would someone call it a noose? And uh, so, to me, it's clearly it was some kind of noose, right? It's like someone can see and say it's a noose, then go grab somebody else and be like, yeah, what, is, what does this look like, dog? And then be like, oh, it's a pulley handle. Like, nah. It's like, come on. There was a string of events where we go we go and report that it's a noose. Now, do they jump the gun? Yeah, but as sports have told us, there's way too many people snitching anyway. I think Woj and Shams and all these dudes get these stories. There's a, there's heavy snitching going on in every sport, so that's what happens. Sometimes the shit backfires, but it is what it is. I fully agree. Do we all have to watch NASCAR now? I will not be watching NASCAR. I support Bubba Wallace. Uh, I I wish the world for him. Uh, I hope he fucking rubs it in those racist fans' face. And uh, I I will not be viewing his victories ever. Is he good? I don't even know. He's pretty good. He's kind of in the middle of the pack. But he'll get a dub every now and again. All right. Let's go. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> is that what NASCAR fans say? I think so. Yeah, they I just chant my... "vroom." Vroom. That's the new slogan. The official slogan. NASCAR. Vroom, vroom. We gotta just like, we just gotta like put them dudes over there. Like, I don't support like segregation of anything in any way, but I think there should be some things that are just white, and y'all can have that. Like, just Alec Jones. And Bill Simmons and Will Kane and all these fucking goof ass fucking uh you know what I'm saying General Cornwallis ass niggas can all just have they podcast over there to the left of us, way out. 
I mean, I think you're describing podcast networks, which is what Bill Simmons has. Yeah, just make yours. Just <laughs> be the ultimate white network, Bill, and you can have all the uh, Birkenstock face ass nigga. Y'all can have that. You can have the whole desert. That's y'all's now. Everybody who owns a tent. <laughs> everybody with a bike rack on their car. Y'all could all have that out there. Somewhere past Temecula. That's yours. We get all the good Roscoe's locations, obviously. Definitely. And then we and, and then we go from there. I love that you're just divvying up random things. <laughs> we get the Ringer Podcast Network down in Temecula. You guys get restaurants. <laughs> Yeah, we get at least six restaurants. They got to move all operations to Temecula. I got to get out the city, dog. Let's kick these fools out the city, dog. Oh, Let's yeah. make them. Yeah, but. We got to start showing up to these local town hall meetings, man. When are we going to start getting drunk at some local government stuff? I mean, I think uh, people are doing it already. That's what I want to do. You know, I've, I'm really heartened by the fact that so many people in L.A. are suddenly civically engaged in going to uh, city council, or I guess remotely going to city council meetings and, and leaving comments and things things like that. It's weird to me that it's become kind of like a competition to like see who can be the funniest commenter, like who can beat the I yield my time, fuck you. And no guy. one will. Yeah. But like Let the it, late great veteran live. It's like the UCB like does not have stage time right now, so now their their stage time is <laughs> LA City Council comment sections, <laughs> and they're all like working on the speeches from like they're reworking like their sketch writing one on one packet to be like about defunding the police, and it's again I'm happy people are like paying attention and being involved, but like. It's not an open mic. It's like it's just like Bill it's Simmons not said. It's not an open yeah. mic night. It's not a fucking open mic night. Not with riff. Don't riff at civil politics. Oh, That's what it is. Uh. Mike, uh, you ended up siding with Bill after like, the end of the day. You know, <laughs> after guys, all that, you talked me into it. Bill Simmons is not so bad. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else we want to talk about before before we wrap it up here? Um. Well. That's the hardest T-shirt. Also, the big baller brand, the UCLA colorway, the oh, yeah. Ed O'Bannon edition, big baller brand. God we're, damn, we're back. Levar, Levar will get his vengeance in this life or the next. I can't wait for it. <laughs> I can't wait to uh, Melo, Jello, and Lazo are on the same squad in the finals, and just everybody. And Levar's in his like six XL baggy sweats. Like, bro, <laughs> yeah. I, I went to I went to a Lakers Pelicans game this year. The man was not sitting courtside. It broke my heart. He was like seventh row. It was embarrassing. It was disrespectful to everything that Big Baller has done. But we're going to get him back. We're going to get him back. He needs to be 10 toes on the court whenever he steps into an NBA arena. That's all. That's a solid campaign, yeah. Yeah. Also, I just realized the ball kids are Dragon Ball Z characters. It just hit me. They can come back to life. Jello will return. This is all, yeah. It's all, this is all ordained. Jello's bouncing back. You saw him drop <laughs> bars on Lonzo shit. Jello came with some heat. You got the Jello merch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody's set up. It's all good. They got the heavyweight tees. Where is Jello right now? Is he like in a different country? <laughs> what the hell? He's at the house. I mean, if, what is he playing for like Australia or something? He was a G League. He was on like a G League like practice squad. So he was, uh. you know. 
he had to work his way up, but I think that's the last I heard he signed somewhere. So he's oh, within man. the fold. He's just he's just got to work his way back in. G League practice squad. That's exactly where I want to be at. <laughs> just generally, yeah. Just making two hundred forty dollars a practice. <laughs> Just to get pick and rolled to death. <laughs> my weekly bucket of nickels for my <laughs> G League practice team. Yeah, you get the crunchies from uh, Long John Silvers. They just give you a bucket of little crunchy pieces. <laughs> I mean, they get paid too, but they also get those crunchy pieces. That's the most insane fast food item ever, by the way. But also, like, very eco-friendly. Like, they, it's a zero-waste organization, Long John Silver's. They just, Yo, yeah. hey, put some respect on that, man. They got the bell in there. You ring a bell. That's fun. <laughs> All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hop into reading this super long review real quick, uh, okay. and, then we'll, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, old man Slim Benny, if, you're, if, if you're, you've stuck it out this long, here's your review. Uh, oh, headline, D.L. Hewley's CV mask. Five stars. Whoa. Now this is all this is all written in in all caps. I'm not going to yell, but imagine I'm yelling the entire time. Okay. The buds back up in the ear space on laundry day, keeping me in the mental space to get it all done. Gets this episode five stars, and I wish this was a Source magazine in '94 because it would he would get five mics. Source. Speaking of hip hop, hip hop, there is an Akinyele reference, so that should be enough to get you to tune in. But wait, there is the most meaningful intro to a recording. Then he he's he's time stamping it and the time step for this is zero colon zero zero <laughs> so the the, very, the intro the very beginning uh the most meaningful intro to a recording since masterpiece convo with his son on 1997's ghetto dope and it doesn't slow down because they come with answers to questions like what does john wall sound like reading torah 16 minute mark what incidents might contaminate the nba orlando bubble 2250 mark uh, what Jay-Z album once stood butt naked on Spotify, 3240? And what could be the most effective measure for men to prevent the spread of the Rona? A measure I'm willing to try and holler back on, by the way. I don't remember what I we said. Not I wouldn't have the faintest idea. <laughs> Hell no. Oh, it was something nasty. Yeah, no. Jamel, uh, listen up. You're going to like this part. Also, a Tia Leone Air Buds collab Coke dream. <laughs> please. 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 If I uh, I will only do cocaine with Tim Daly and Tay Leone. That's the only time you will ever see me get hitting the yazel. Josiah, if you don't have context, Jamel is a, a giant Madam Secretary fan. Okay. I love that shit. I just finished it this weekend. Oh, we're it's talking over? About, yeah, oh, yeah. We're talking about maybe making some Madam Secretary jerseys. Stay that's, tuned for that. That's good wife uh, time, dude. Come on. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I'll Guys, make there's it, okay. still more to this review. Let's, let, me, <laughs> let me finish this. Love you guys, old Slim Benny. P.S. I walked by the club DL took his fall at on Saturday morning, saw his name on the marquee, and almost called out of work for the second consecutive day because I had a feeling he was going to have something special in store for Nashville that night. But who could have seen that coming? If you're not aware, DL Hewley, yeah, who has head, COVID, DL. collapsed on stage. Man, be well. I'm glad he's yeah. he's back. I saw he made a he's statement. Back. He's, he's, okay. he's okay. Seems to be doing well. He's still but, with uh, us. Yeah, that's the review. That was a very long review. Thank you, old man Slim Benny. Uh, if you want to hear your review read on air, please don't make it that long. But yeah, we'll we'll read it. <laughs> well, Josiah, where can show. people find you? If people are still listening, <laughs> where, where can people find you, Josiah? I mean, 
Uh, they're gonna find me sleeping in my bed in the next twenty minutes. But no, nah, King Josiah fifty four on uh, Twitter and Instagram. I'm pretty easy to find. You yeah. got the Yahoo show too? Yeah. Oh, Yahoo Sports. We got a dunk bait where every okay. Monday morning start your week off right with some real ones. Good stuff. And Josiah is a very good follow. Just beyond even uh, basketball content, you do a lot of like fun explainer videos. Uh, yeah. You always random have a pop shit. culture reference for fucking every moment. Yeah, I'm a random oh, human saying. being, so I get my my stream of consciousness off on my Twitter. You never know what you're gonna see. So uh, follow us, Anderbuds Pod on everything. Uh, Brackley House for Jamal on Instagram. Nonprofit Comic on Twitter. Danger Moses on Instagram and Twitter for Peter. Uh, and yeah, that's it. Love you guys. Bye. Basketball. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.